Hello, high school hockey fans. We're back. We've got another edition of This Week in Wisconsin Prep Hockey. I'm Mike Hammett, your host. Got along tonight both Bill Berg Sr., Bill Berg Jr., and Trasher is along, and Del Scanlon, a little bit under the weather, and he'll be back next week, I'm sure. We got plenty of uh, things to talk about. We'll talk about the top 10, also our players of the week. Right now, let's start out with our games of the week. The girls and boys games of the week. And, Burglar, you got the chance to check out the girls game of the week, and what did you see? I saw a very cold rink in Marshfield. I mean, it really hasn't been that cold here the last, you know, couple of weeks. Not like we normally get in, in January, but inside that rink in Marshfield, it was cold. Um, maybe I'm just getting old. But uh, anyway, I did see a Well, it started out as a good game. Um the St. Croix Valley Fusion made the drive up to or over to Marshfield, down and across to Marshfield, to take on the Wisconsin Valley Union. And Wisconsin Valley Union kept it close for the first period. That was mainly uh, Pistol Cowden. She did a real nice job of, of stopping shots. She did a real good job of controlling rebounds, pretty much sending every shot ended up in you know, one or the other corners or in her glove. She did not give up rebounds. But uh, they got uh, the the fu- the fusion outshot uh, Wisconsin Valley 15-4 to four in that first period and did get one past Cowden. And then after that, uh, they just really took control. The the fusion, they, they, were, they were faster. Uh, they were stronger on the sticks. They won the vast majority of the one-on-one battles along the boards, they came away with the puck and they controlled things pretty much and really broke it open with three goals in the second period and then just kind of cruised on to a, a six to one win, um, out shooting the, the union almost two to one on the game. I said Cowden kept it close for the first period and they, the union did a nice job, you know, moving the puck. They, they, they make nice passes. They, they advance the puck. They get it out of their zone. But like I said, the St. Croix Valley Fusion was just too fast and too strong and overpowered them in the end for a 6-1 to one win. Okay, Bill. Thanks a lot for that report on the girls' game of the week, Wisconsin Valley Union coming up short against St. Croix Valley Fusion. Trasher, you had the chance to check out a Wisconsin Valley Conference boys matchup which is uh usually a real barn burner got to check out wausau west taking on spash in the stick it to cancer game hey thanks mj uh yes i did uh kb willett arena on tuesday night was the site of the fifth annual spash stick it to cancer game and it was well worth the price of admission uh, the Wausau West Warriors came out with a 2-1 to victory over the Spash Panthers. Uh, Colt Cade Lemmer actually scored the, a goal in the first period to give West a 1-0 lead. The second period was scoreless. Mark Sippel scored just 17 seconds into the third period to give the Warriors a 2-0 lead. And Barrett Brooks scored... About six minutes, 6:24 into the period, to, to cut the lead to two to one, but West was able to hold on for the two to one victory. Shots were 
24 to 22 in favor of West. Pretty even game, pretty close game. Um, but I think, to me, the most awesome thing about that game was after the game, where um, they had a, a little ceremony for one of the girls, a, a sister actually of Spash player Gunners Droik, who had been diagnosed with cancer and she had gone through chemo and all the treatments and all the therapy and on December 31st what a great day for her as she was found to be cancer-free and in remission so Montana Zedroik uh, was there and uh, both teams were out on the ice and after the game and gave her uh, a lot of great applause the, the sticks were slapping on the ice pretty hard it was pretty cool Pretty cool scene after the game. I think uh, uh, it was a great game, but the, the part after the game was even better. So I, I was honored to be there. I felt uh, it was, uh, you know, I, I'm at a loss for words, you know. You had to have somebody have cancer and then find out that they're in remission and have a good chance at, at, at life, that that's a pretty awesome thing. So uh, the game was secondary to that, but... Um, the West Warriors won the the good Valley Conference matchup two to one over the Spash Panthers guys. Uh, really good game, uh, really good feeling after the game. So awesome to be there. Sounds like a very successful stick it to cancer game, Michael. Uh, talk about the uh, win for Wausau West, but uh, may have been a game one on the ice, but. Off the ice, it sounds like it was a uh, everybody won in that one. So a uh, good report there on the boys' game of the week, Wausau West uh, squeaking by Spash, to top ten teams. Let's move on to our players of the week. Burglar, you want to tell everybody who our players of the week are? Because I know there's plenty of people wanting to know. I'd be happy to do that, MJ. On the girls' side, our player of the week comes from the Eau Claire area stars where she spends most of her time standing in front of the net. She is Naomi Stowe, the goaltender for the Eau Claire area stars. She had two shutouts on the week, stopped all 23 shots in a three to nothing win over the Western Wisconsin stars and stopped all 20 shots in a two to nothing win over the St. Croix Valley fusion. So for stopping everything thrown at her, Naomi Stowe is our girls player of the week. Our boys player of the week didn't stop a whole lot of shots. He spent more time uh, putting the puck in the net or dishing it out for somebody else to put in the net. That would be Boone Matheson from Toma Sparta, the Toma Sparta co-op. He had four goals and an assist in a 7-2 win over the Avalanche, two goals and an assist in a 5-3 win over West Salem, and an assist in a 4-3 win over the Northwest Iceman. So Boone Matheson from Thomas Sparta is our Boys Player of the Week, and Naomi Stowe of Eau Claire area, our Girls Player of the Week. Boone Matheson, they weren't booing him. They were saying Boone. Yeah, that's what he keeps telling himself. Well, that depends. <laughs> was it were they home games? Because they could have been booing him. This is true. 
And one further note of interest, and I think this is right. I don't have it 100% sure, but I think Boon Matheson is the brother to Black River Falls goalie Josie Matheson, who earlier in the year won a Player of the Year or Player of the Week award, and she goes to Toma High School. So I, they're related, I believe, brother and sister, maybe. Um, was trying to get confirmation on that, didn't. But if they are blood relatives, that's pretty cool for a bro and a sis to get Player of the Week awards in the same season. I think we maybe had that happen before with the Malcolmsons, perhaps, if I remember right. But uh, still, pretty cool deal, guys. Well, you got Naomi Stowe for the girls this week, and you know Abigail had to have won it somewhere along the way in her high school career. So not the same season, but still another part of the family. Hey, as uh, the years go by, the Stowe show keeps on keeping on. And I guess, as you would say about the Malcolmsons, if it didn't happen that way, um, we know that's the same situation, too, because, you know, Ian winning it and Hadley also. I know Hadley won it. So, um, yeah, families. Sure. All right. Let's move on to our top ten. Bill Jr., you have tabulated the votes. And as I said on the weakest link, it's votes that count. How did these uh, shake down this week? All right. Uh, as a reminder, we are officially changing our name to USM Prep Hockey. Uh, they are number one in the boys' poll this week, followed by Wasa West at second and Verona at third. Uh, Sun Prairie moves up to fourth, while Superior drops down to fifth. Northland Pines holds steady at sixth. On Alaska and Spash switch places to seventh and eighth. They were eighth and seventh last week. Nina Hortonville Menasha is ninth, and Hudson moves up to 10th from Honorable Mention. Honorable Mention for the boys are Chippewa Falls, Eau Claire North, Madison Edgewood, Notre Dame Academy, and Waukesha. For the girls, Fox City Stars are still number one. The Eau Claire area stars move up to number two. Central Wisconsin Storm drops down to third. The Warburg Beaver Dam Co-op moves up to fourth. Western Wisconsin Stars drop down to fifth. Hudson moves up to sixth. St. Croix Valley Fusion drops down to seventh. USM holds steady at 8th, Rock County moves up to ninth, and the Hayward Co-op moves up to 10th. Uh, honorable mention for the girls is Bay Area. So those two shout-outs uh, for uh, Naomi Stowe were against what are now the number 5 and number 7 teams in the state. Last week they were number 4 and number 6. So she almost single-handedly knocked them each down a spot in the top 10. And... And uh, Naomi maybe just sitting there kind of like, <laughs> that little snicker. Well, no, I'm, she sure, has... I'm sure she's not that kind of person. Goalies typically aren't evil. They are a little weird, though. They're not evil or they're just weird? They're just weird. They're not evil. Okay. Well, what? how do you explain your brother Bob, then? He's the exception that proves the rule. Yeah. He, he did say typically. Nothing okay. typical about his brother. Okay. Looking at the uh, top ten in the, in the boys, I mean, there was, you know, a spot here and there that were moved, but the girls were just jumping around all over the place. Yeah, it was a big week for the girls. Um, Central Wisconsin took an uncharacteristic loss to 
to Bay Area, um, a, a game where they they vastly outshot the Ice Bears, but they let in five goals and against just one scored. Uh, that was uncharacteristic. That'll knock them down a slot. So you know, Fox City's ECA and the Storm have been fighting over that one slot uh, pretty much all season, but. Um, the Storm, unless they go back and beat one of those two teams, may have uh, played themselves out of uh, the, the top slot or the possibility of getting back into the top slot with that loss because 5-1 to one, um, against an honorable mention on the girls' side does not usually reflect well with the voters. thought it was interesting as I'm looking here at the boys' Verona last week. They uh, squeaked by Janesville 6-5 to five on Tuesday night. Friday night they play Wausau West. They lose, I believe, five to one. And they come back on Saturday night and beat Sun Prairie five to one. So pretty interesting week for Verona and they, they didn't the one loss didn't hurt them at all. They stayed right at number three. Well, losing to a team ranked ahead of you usually doesn't get you dropped down that much. I mean you Right and you, you can you, you but... lose yeah, you lose to the team right ahead of you and beat the team right behind you. That's a pretty strong case for staying right where you are. <laughs> Sun Prairie won on Friday night, and then they lost on Saturday night to Verona, but yet they still move up one place. It's been a goofy year this year in the Big Eight, guys. Like, I mean, there's so many things you just can't ex- you just can't explain. I mean, why games are games you, that should be you know one-sided and teams should win you know it's the underdog that's come out a few times or the underdog that's made it close a few times so it's just been that kind of season i know down here in the big eight where you know anybody's capable on any night you know madison memorial for example thursday night when they played janesville it was 2-2 after one, one period but madison memorial dominated the second and third period Won that game six to two. Now Janesville beats Middleton earlier in the season, so you see kind of where I'm seeing saying here. Well, maybe Janesville's that much better. Well, Middleton comes back on Saturday and beats Madison Memorial two to one. I mean, you just don't know what to expect. But I guess no. with the I guess you know, with being high school players, I mean, that's well, why they play the games. That's why they play the games. That's right. Um, talking about uh, maybe some weird goings on, uh, on the girls' side, the Western Wisconsin Stars on the, the WIPA coaches poll rank fifth, but in the My Hockey standings and the U.S. HSHO.com standings, rankings, they are number one on both of them. So uh, you try to figure it out. I, I certainly can't. Do Western Wisconsin and Fox Cities play this year? Or is, has Western Wisconsin played any of those top teams there? Did they play ECA? Didn't they play them? Uh, they played, no, they played ECA twice um that was one of the I, shutouts that we just mentioned yeah i think okay. they lost okay. i think they lost both games but uh the western wisconsin stars beat the fusion i believe they beat hudson i think they are i i did a little article about 
um, uh, that particular sectional, and I think the stars were three and two, I believe, against the the top ranked teams in that sectional. The Hudson, um, ECA, and the Fusion, I believe, they were three and two. So I mean, they have played some top ranked teams, and they've done fairly well. Um, but I guess something in the 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 statistics or the the goals and the, the strength of schedule or whatever show them as, as being on the top. So, uh, you know, when it comes down to like uh, the the seeding meetings, you know, how much of each one of these polls is going to be given preference, or you know? It, well, they lost to ECA it, twice now, and they don't play them a third time, so. It'll be hard. Yeah. It'll be hard pressed for them to get seated higher. Yeah, I, but I think they could probably be the number two seed in that sectional. That's, I mean, that's gonna suck in that sectional because you got ECA Stars, Western Wisconsin Stars, Saint Croix Valley Fusion, and Hudson, and I think Hayward's in that too. So you got five teams that you know any other year in any other sectional could go to state, but they all happen to be in the same sectional and kind of tough shit for the four other teams and one gets to go on to Madison. You can't say that on the radio. We're not on the radio. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, sorry, man. I take We're that back. Internet. Say tough caca. Next week's games of the week, Michael, what do we got? All right. Well, we got some volunteers to to make some trips. Um, uh, for the girls' side, it'll be the Fox City Stars at Onalaska at the Onalaska Omni Center on Saturday at 4 p.m. Dell Scanlon will be there to provide game scoring summary pictures, coverage, all that good stuff. On the boys' side, it's going to be a great Northern Conference matchup of two pretty good teams this year. The Wapaka Comets will take on the Northland Pines Eagles up at the Dome on Friday at 7 p.m. And Burglar is going to make the trip up from Weston to check that one out. So, uh, Actually, uh, both of us are going up there. Burglar and Webb Jr.? Yep. Okay. It's gonna awesome. Road, it's going to be a road trip to remember. We already we already lined up the babysitter. I'm going to pack the kids' bag. They're going to stay with Grandma for the night. I'll pick them up sometime on Sunday. It'll be great. Oh, Sunday. sounds like boys' weekend. Sunday. What happened to Saturday? I don't know. If they're already there, I mean, I don't want to disrupt them. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. That's what grandmas are for. Okay, I'll be staying in your guest room on Saturday, I guess. All right, Burglar. Well, just make sure that the, the guy with the camera at the dome is standing up on the, the top row, and he can get some pretty good pictures from up there. I always stand there, and I always forget. I have just to remind myself to take, you know, push the button down on the camera. Got well, some final 
Yeah, What's there that? you go. I said, there you go. You got two guys. One guy can write. One guy can shoot. So you should be, should have recovered. All right, MJ, go for it. Okay, you got some final things and need to get off our chest. Well, mainly Trasher does. Um, Michael, you want to talk about the Hobie Baker Award and uh, other awards? Go ahead. Yeah, if this has gotten monotonous, mononymous, I'm sorry, but uh, the Hobie Baker Character Award um, is, as you all probably know, it's the the best kid award on a team. It's for a senior player. Um, They are looking to have a a player from each boys and girls team, which I believe is a total of around 112 or something like that. Historically, the, the percentage of participation has been anywhere between 60 and 70 percent. Like to see more than that. It's a great award for a kid. Um, looks good on their college resume. Um, make you know the kids feel good about it. It's a a big deal. So uh, coaches, make sure that you uh, nominate a kid on your team for this award. Uh, parents, players. Get, get that coach motivated a little bit. We need to have uh, 100% this year. That's my goal. Um, February 4th, I believe, is the deadline. Uh, the other thing that I want to talk about was the Player of the Year Award. That voting and nomin well, not the voting, the nominations are actually going on right now, and that's for, on the boys' side anyways, the, the top senior players. Um, so, Coaches, make sure you get your nominations in. This is a, a big deal, too. You know, it's uh, we don't want to call it Mr. Hockey, but it's Mr. Hockey for Wisconsin, uh, the Player of the Year Award, the Wisconsin High School Coaches Association puts us on, and definitely a big deal. Um, so make sure you get your nominations in. We want to see a lot of uh, a lot of kids nominated so we can get 20 or 30 that the the coaches can vote for to get to the final eight. It's a it's a lot of fun at the banquet down at the state tournament in Madison. The kids all get dressed up, you know, they trash talk each other, but uh, it's a pretty big honor. So, coaches, make sure you get this all taken care of. And uh, if they need a little motivation, parents and and players and fans, give them a little jab. Uh, definitely a big deal. We want to see our best players get nominated and uh, give them a good shot to win this award, guys. So that's all I got for my final thoughts, boys. Okay, there you have it. Good stuff, Michael. A Hobie Baker Character Award really sounds good. And the uh, Player of the Year Award, you know, it's it's not that far away. So please make sure people get their nominations in. Uh, coaches, get your nominations in. And uh, can count it up and award a pretty nice award at the end of the season. So, uh, anything else, uh, Bird Boys? No, I got nothing. Got nothing, Junior? You got nothing either? No, I'm just gonna yell at Trasher when we're offline for using two forbidden words. <laughs> well, let me guess what they are. Anyways, hey, hope you enjoyed the show. We'll try to do better next week for the Berg family. Trasher, under the weather, Adele Scanlon. We'll see you next week on This Week in Wisconsin Prep Hockey.